0: Hey, we're live for the first time, A. Plutko, top goes live on Instagram. So um, my name is Silvia Serafinovic. I'm chief curator at A. and I'm here today with Franco B. and Hugo Grandinning uh, in Hugo's studio. So Hugo is very um, generous to welcome us to his place. And um, it's going to be an amazing backdrop, I think, to the conversation that we're going to have today about almost 20 years of collaboration between Franco and, and Hugo. And um, as, you know, apolitical followers must know, uh, both of you and and the fact that uh, Hugo was behind camera uh, photographing many of the most like important seminal performances by Franco and also doing video work. And we're gonna get there uh, a little bit later because um, one of the most recent performances I'm here were both uh, photographed and then you turned that work into a video piece and then an NFT. So I hope that we will be able to cover those different stages uh, of, of work. But just like a couple of things to say at the very beginning. I'm not able to see the screen at the moment. So um, we're gonna, we encouraging everyone to ask questions as we go with our chat, but um, I will all, only gonna be able to see them like half an hour or 20 minutes, uh, however long we're gonna chat first. Um, and, and then we're gonna respond to them. So please do ask your questions. And um, and also share our live stream um, because I was instructed that it's easy to do. You just need to press an hour on uh, on the live channel of Aperture School. So please do that. And I wanted to start our conversation today from asking you about the very first work that you've done together. I miss you in 2003 at Tate, organized by Life Art Agency. So I was curious about that encounter. If you could tell me a bit more about that meeting and then what triggered the desire to continue your collaboration for the next um, 19 years? <laughs> <laughs>
1: years. Yeah. Do you want to start that? I start. Well, I knew of Hugo uh, Capu, uh, I start I knew, I knew of Hugo when I moved to Arts Admin because I started to see Hugo around the building photographing different people, especially when uh, Force entertainment were in residence there to do whatever working on new pieces so I, and I used to see him around with the camera and uh, and and then I used to go to uh, to for entertainment performances and I start to bump into go after and after the show maybe in some pubs, something like that, and I, 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 uh, I just thought uh, I like, I like, I like. Um, I saw things he took uh, for, for the entertainment, and I, li- I, really liked him. And also, I think um, he started to work with other people I knew, Larry Boat and um, other people. So it just came after the Tate. Uh, it wasn't just the Tate. Hugo came to my studio to photograph, to take some photo at the studio for the catalogue, for the Tate book that followed the, the event. And so we, I think I started to feel confident to ask him if we would. <laughs> So I, think, I, don't, I, th-
2: I think I think we should uh, acknowledge that Adrian Heathfield and Lois and sort of put put us together mm. as well. You know, yeah, because because one of the things that they wanted to do for Live Culture was to make sure that the documentation wasn't sort of flown in, mm-hmm. and yeah. that whatever happened was informed by a knowledge of the work. So totally. So uh, one of the processes that they asked me to engage with was to visit each of the artists and mm-hmm. work with them in some sort of way before the performances. So, So with Franco we went to a gallery just off Regent Street, I can't remember what that gallery was. Oh yes,
1: you took and some photos. And I took photo.
2: pictures of you in oh. the suits. It's true, yeah. I, I forgot that, and it's true. I went to his studio, so there was a sort of, a, yeah, there was yeah. a kind of um, getting to know each other.
1: Before. Yeah, and he, took, and he took a very beautiful photo, it was a, yeah it was a portrait. And it uh, and uh, I was having a show in um, in a gallery uh, off Regent Street. It was a Russian. Yeah. It was a Russian gallery. In fact, by a Russian guy. And uh, yes, that's where and we did that. And I liked the foot. I liked the work, of course. And then also, I mean, uh, also noticed when he came around the studio. No, the. It wasn't much fuss, you know, was there wasn't much complication, you know, taking photos of somebody when they take photos of you or things you're doing. Sometimes some people are louder and I start to have a problem with that. I, I want, in a way, I want people not to really bother me when they take photos of me, in a way, where I, I wear they get it, they get what they want, I don't tell them what I think I want, because I don't know, I'm focused on being me, and do the performance, you know, and it's like, um, you know, when you come to my studio, I don't say, take this, do that, do that, I just say, okay, it's, the door is open, do, you know, it's like a Pandora box. Do, do what you want with it. And you probably see the good thing about working with Hugo is that he takes and he sees things that I take for granted and I don't notice them after a while, you know, and he highlights points, details which uh, I don't, you know, I, you, take, you take for granted but then you, there's something missing when you see. When when somebody takes a photo, and there is the case in in some performance where a lot of people take photos, you know, uh, especially with "I miss you," mm-hmm. you know, where uh, we had on purpose people on at the end of the cut taking photos, and then a video, and then, yeah. He stands. I'm not just saying because he's here. He stands out. The work. He really caught he something, and and. Nobody, I think, takes portrait of me performing like um, like uh, like Hugo, you know. And I give you a very good example: the Tate ca- catalog, yeah. Mm-hmm. The first photo when you open the catalog is Hugo. Nobody has could have taken, it. you know. Which photos? Uh, the one, yeah,
0: we have the catalog. Yeah,
1: they, this one, this one. Uh, I know, the I know the that look, but, the but I, I, I don't know what photo
2: it's is. The, the, it's this, this one. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Solo him me. I mean, that's, that's...
1: No, for me, <laughs> yeah. for me, you know, is it, it, a Hugo photo. Mm-hmm. Is a, a Hugo photo. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody else could have taken this photo. You know, many people, you know. Uh, and uh, I'm there, there's no... And, it's,
2: it's, it's, it's. I tell you, it's really funny, because I don't recognize myself so much in that photo, um, because generally I feel I'm trying to um, yeah, figure out what the space around a performer needs to be, and particularly in Franco's case, like, how much space around Franco is relevant and important, because how much does he radiate into that space? So and also, I was, I, I would always, when I'm getting that close, think, I'm way too close, I'm not showing enough space. And try and do that, but just for a moment, just for, for one moment to be there with Franco close, and then look at space, you know. And these at,
1: photos, this ah, is yeah. another, this, you know. This is the stage. The, And there's a lot, and, and yeah, about this, intersection, I mean. And, and, uh, and, I mean, you know, it's like with some, of course, uh, you can't say that about everybody, that take photos or makes films, you know. You you know. I think there's only, for me, you know. There's there's uh, two people that take uh, that I can say, okay, this is a Hugo photo and this is a Manuel Bazan photo. Mm-hmm. But definitely, definitely, which I worked before. Um, but definitely, I have a, I'm I'm away. What you call? A, happy with what I get with Hugo, because I think, uh, I don't need, I don't need to worry about Hugo when uh, he takes, when he's the, in the space, you know, I don't need, I, I don't, I just, it just happened, and then he shows me the photos, and, and I'm usually, i you awake, kind of, think, this is a very really good photo, He done, he took it, he got, he got the moment, you know, and also, you, there's a difference. I think uh, taking the photos of a performance, you know, of an event happens and documenting it, you know, and documenting it. And I think uh, sometimes people are too, some photographers are too, too, they get too, they get too, what you call it, too too on in taking the perfect photos, you know, to take Like, I think sometimes, with the same name, I worked with, I had photographer that they take photos from here, from here, or here, you know? And who got that takes it from here. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. That's a great
0: compliment. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, I said this before. No. Yeah, I yeah, well, said, so like, I tell people. I don't use my groin. <laughs> no, but there's people that take, it's like the camera is here yeah, yeah, and yeah. they go, move, yeah, move. I had him laugh, there was a fuck. <laughs> you were in Milan after my performance, the black woman,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: and there was this Italian that's like a fashion photographer yeah. taking photo and they go, come on baby, come on. Yes, and he was going, you know, yeah, you know, and there's some other people I know, friends that do that. You yeah. don't do that. You don't <laughs> see him, you know, and he takes amazing photo and you don't realize how near he was to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like um, it's like uh, what you call a uh, it's like, it's like, it's almost like, it's like an hunter that you don't see the hunter, you know, and he mm. takes, and he, and, and he gets the prey. I've, I've, I like yeah. to use this. Uh, where some other, where I work, you know, where I haven't worked, a lot of people end up, a lot of people came, come and uh, kind of try to engage with me and taking photos and very few, and I find them, a uh, lot of the time uh, I find that they don't get it, they don't get what I want. They think I'm a model or they think, um, you know, or they think and they're just kind of taking, they're taking the kind of the call to what I'm doing, not the cult of Franco Beaver, mm-hmm. of especially with the bleeding, oh, you know, they get almost, they, they get over, the, you know, come on. yeah, yeah, oh, get the way yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, and okay. you know why, I, yeah, I and they I used I do to be like, to like know, that. But I think and so I don't. You know, I, I think so what
2: that makes it's quite, sense. that's not so complicated. <laughs> I think, I think that, <laughs> that you know, when Franco's performing, there's a there's a there's this life in front of you, and this force in front of you, and this art in front of you, and you you need to respond to it like a member of the audience, but a member of the audience with very special permissions. Mm. So yeah, whilst... Whilst I feel that I can do anything that I need to do or I want to do, I really don't want to be looking at Franco like some different being, like somebody who's not a member of the audience. I want to experience what he's doing as I photograph it. And interestingly, I do know that when I'm watching Franco, um, although I don't ever intellectualize what I'm doing, I don't think really about it, I try and do it very instinctively, the emotional response of, I have to what Franco is doing is very absolute and, mm-hmm. and real. So I'm responding to him, but without knowing really what I'm responding to. So it's as much a, a member of the audience as anybody else, I hope that's what I'm doing, whilst moving around and doing things that members of the audience can't
1: mm-hmm. do. Yeah, and, um, but there's one thing, I mean, the thing is that uh, when Hugo takes photos, when when it comes, I never noticed that. I never look and think oh God, the cameras, right. you know. And, and, like and yeah. In the <laughs> past, I had that, you know, almost like knocking me. People yeah. almost kind of knocking me, or kind of, mm. you know, really. And I uh, and uh, it and I think what it does, it ruins, it ruins, it ruins the image, you know, yes. for because people, it's like a for the right? yes, and yeah. like oh, coming below you, you know. And this is mm-hmm. happened, and you see you know, with people that are obsessed with being photographer, and I think the difference with Hugo, is an artist, he's an artist. Mm. He's an artist. I, I I don't necessarily say he takes photos, but I think he makes art and mm. he, he takes film, video, but I don't see him as a videographer, I don't mm-hmm. see him as a photographer. Some people are, um, are more kind of identify with that. I don't know. Identify. But I think he's an artist, and I'm grateful. He works. He's will. He is happy to work. At, you know, to work with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You
2: know. But I think that. I mean, yeah. just to follow up on that is the there's this trust that builds up over yeah. many years. You know, you. Yeah. Totally. I can't just be close to Franco suddenly. Mm-hmm. It's a built um, process where you know you get closer and closer and more able to explore uh sort of different proximities and and different ways of being with him yeah as as the trust gets greater and i made
1: i made you know we do i made some amazing work you know like studio based work like this before yes, it, was so it was a performance was, was a it. studio piece mm-hmm. you know or and we didn't it really know we work. did yeah very mm-hmm. and i mean I just say, oh, I'm, I got some more new work, you know, I might paint myself black, let's see what's happened. Mm-hmm. And then the photo made that they, happen. Funny, the photo they made me think of the performance. I never thought I would do this performance, you know, when I did it in Milan. And and it was actually the photo that made me realize that, I, that could I could do it. I could do a performance, you know. I could, it could be, it, it would be, it was the most obvious thing to do. Yeah. Uh, in uh, in Milan uh, because of the work was there, uh, so I did the perform. Uh, but that, you know, was a photo shoot, and then yeah. from they came in. Uh, but it was more, it was it was more than a photo shoot. Yeah, it was, a, it was Then it was, developed
2: because it was kind of just me and you. Yeah, um, which wasn't such a familiar place for us. Yes, because usually there are people around doing things and making yes. sure everything's okay in one way or another. Or, you know, putting taps in your arms, whatever it was. Yes. This this was a much more intimate thing. And I can remember you getting very emotional with some of the, like with the head and the birds and the animals and stuff. It was really, uh, Franco was performing this huge internal work while I was there. So it wasn't being projected, but it was a much more... Yes. In some ways it was a much more photographic performance, and I don't think yes. this was something that you calculated at the no, time, was it? No, But it really happened, and it happened I the could way trust, that, I could trust
1: know. Hugo to come, and that wasn't the first time where we could experiment within uh, I I didn't have to feel, I have to kind of produce something, like, you know, wasting his time to come over, you know, and I don't know what I'm doing, and we just kind of just been in just being in the space, being with my feeling, mm-hmm. and he was just photographing, you know, ne- you know, and there was, you know, and this is the thing. there's no interruption. I just can't, it just kind of continuous action, and he just quietly takes the photo. There's no wait a moment, all oh, day, oh, this, never that. And I find that difficult when people mm-hmm. kind of say, oh, that, I like that, oh, can you go back to that?
0: He doesn't
1: do that. But it's also
2: understanding that Franco's in a place. You Mm -hmm. know, Franco is a a very special performer and he accesses all sorts of emotional and intellectual stuff while he's doing what he's doing. Mm -hmm. You know, you know that he's somewhere and he's in a place which um, I'm very lucky to be able to see and watch, especially when I'm on my own with him. And I think that um, place that he can go to yeah, means that these things can happen. I mean, exactly. obviously, if he couldn't do that, if mm-hmm. he wasn't able to tap into those, those places, nothing much happens. Mm-hmm. No. It might be just pretty pictures, but... No, um, but
1: the other way, I mean, we have some amazing, amazing work. When I look at the gallery, you know, this, the, yeah, it's amazing, uh, mm, yeah.
0: It's, it's a very, um, because your presence is so strong right? Like, your body in the space means so much to people who are in the same space with mm. you, and it's like I, I read, for instance, what Amelia Jones said about witnessing your performance, I miss you, to go back to that one for for a little bit, and mm. she she wrote that um, there was this strange sucking sound as you were walking, you know, across the, the platform because you already traversed once and there was already some blood on it. And and, yeah. and it's like you know, it, it's something that um, when you you can read about it and it makes you feel a certain way. But like, how much of that you can actually capture in photography? That that's yeah. a, that's, that's something and that I also wanted to. Yeah, I think it does. You spoke about the space, how important it is for you. Yeah. But like Yeah, if you could tell me a bit more about the process. I mean, I
2: wouldn't call it, um, you know, when Franco's in a place, you know, and when there's an audience watching Franco, so if we move away from these sort of particular performances Mm. for camera and you're in a place with the audience, then there is something happening between Franco and the audience, and this is, there's a certain distance. Sometimes it's very close, like in I Miss You, and he gets really close to the audience, and you can, look at how how they're responding and how they're responding gives you uh, a kind of special take on on the performance but there's also you know you pull focus back to franco and they're this sort of amorphous um audience being which is not a single person or you're not mm-hmm. in, you're not seeing a single person performance, but you know that these distances are, are really important, and and you know that Fra- you know Franco looks at his audience. He, he he's not in his own space all the time. No, he's, he's, always he's, so he's always making mm. connections and yeah. trying to pick up these little connections and triangulations between the floor, the blood, the the body, the audience. All these little you know mm. readjustments yeah. to see what is happening now, to try and see what what is happening now, and that. Um, does make you change your perspective. You want to yeah. say, so for example, there's, you know, obviously I'm right at the back of, the one where you can see the most of the Anish Kapoor work, you know, the big, yeah. it's actually not a wide angle shot, it's a 50 mil shot, mm-hmm. which is just normal eyesight, but it's such a huge space and it's such yeah. a long wall. It's an
1: amazing image. You know,
2: if I put a wide angle on that, that would just be making Franco a long way away, but you know that this is just a normal way mm-hmm. of looking, but the space is huge and so to to do the 50 mil shot at that moment when he's right at the other end gives you the whole real dimension of the space yeah and, and so those and those i love
1: the odd that you can see really the dynamic of the audience within that though it's very still you see you you know and you see people and you remember them you remember the connection when you looked at them or the person that was you know, the person that's kind of fainted, and the person that was kind of drumming up, and and you recognize, you know, it's not just recognize, but you you, really, you got the moment, the photo catches, catches people kind of doing this, doing that, you know, and it's not just a background, you know, the audience is not just some dressing up puppet, but they're Without them, you know the performance wouldn't be there, and the and the photo that shows that it's not just like this little fat man bleeding walking down, you know, but it's it, the old thing and the fact and also the the Kapoor and then you know the, the this big red thing, you know that canon kind of works, works, yeah. Yeah.
0: So interesting to hear you say that because I I always wondered you know when I when I watched uh I'm I'm here like it felt like we have this intimate moment you know it yeah. can be a split second but you never you know I always question is Franco really looking at me right now or is is this yes. just like an illusion because there's something so much bigger you know as well happening in that moment.
1: You know, you're talking about yes. Tamia, yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I would have been looking at you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but I also wanted to ask you. about, so, do you ever like prepare before like more complicated? Uh, you know, do you read the script together? No, no script. So it's just. No, we never.
1: We, just we, we usually. I'm ready. I'm kind of getting ready, and Ugo turn up? Say, I ah, great you here. You know, mm-hmm. see you later. See you. You know, with he start to works, and I carry on with my kind of. You know, think my sp- you know i my I tend to be in my space in mm-hmm. you know, my space messing around a bit, kind of nervous, non nervous, kind of you know I you know I tend to have. Uh, an assistant usually, which is, you just kind of make a muck around a bit, mm-hmm. you know, kind of try to break, you know, to break the kind of tension. And it works, you know, because I'm, I'm around people I trust and that trust me. That's the key things, you know. I'm not around people that work for me, that are there to service me, that I'm, I'm around, I'm around people that collaborate, collaborates. collaborates and make sure also that make sure I'm okay, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah, and that's the key, I think. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But everybody, even in some of the venue, you know, mm. I mean the the, the 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 curators, you know, the the director, they made me feel generally I have very good experience. when, you know, especially Colchester, Norwich, you know. Mm. And um, ugly dark was brilliant. And generally Newcastle, you know, generally are very it's very rare. I mean, you know, it's there's all there was you know, there's some venues are up there on us, but I won't mention them, okay. you know. I know you have yes. to do that, but but the more, sometimes the more big they are, the more funding they get, the more horrible they are. Mm. The more kind of give a shit, don't give shit. <laughs> don't give shit about the, about what is just like another gig. And it's a gig they got mm. for much, you know, and I think there's the... Um, luckily, generally, you know, 80%, 90% of my experience, because also in the last twenty twenty 20 years, you know, this don't, I'm not, I'm not putting myself or putting people I'm working with through shit. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't need to be on the road, we don't need to go somewhere to have bad time. I'm going somewhere to make, to make work and to bring something. And it, and it has to be, you know, a good experience, I mean good experience. It has to be, it's, it's a labor of love, you know, mm-hmm. I think. And I get love from the people, and attention from the people around me that collaborates with me,
0: you
1: know, from the, from the so-called assistant. That's not really somebody's there to clean my ass, you know. It's somebody that gives me, in it's not just somebody that puts the makeup on me. It, the, the relationship, the kind of emotional, even if I see him twice a year, is what makes the performance successful, you know, Down. But also, you know, this,
2: this thing of, do we talk about it? We don't really talk about no. it because it's, it's largely
1: non-verbal.
2: So, yeah, so and it's great, because we don't need to, no, because we, we are not
1: worried. We are not worried about it because we are, we are there, you know, we are not, we are, we, we, we turn up.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. yeah but we no. turn up and we turn up and we're in the space together before he starts I mm-hmm. mean, al- I'm almost yes. always there yes. for some of the preparation I'll be yeah, with him. even if I'm just sitting in the corner mm-hmm. you know not necessarily taking loads of photographs but I'll be yeah. there beforehand just to be with Franco and sort of you know test the water in a way just to see what what the atmosphere is like see how he's feeling all that sort of stuff just yeah. to just to familiarize ourselves with each and other usually, and, and us-
1: presence. I'm very lucky because I work with people that are really, I think, at the top of the business, you know, from like, you know, Hugo. But you have to have, I think, I, I met artists and I've been on the road with other artists. That, that, Everybody's stressed. The technician is stressed. The guy that does the sound is stressed. The artist is stressed. And, and the boyfriend or the girlfriend is there there <laughs> is stressed. I don't have that. I don't matter, you know, uh, you know, people people have an issue, and I think it's Mm focused, it's focused on making a beautiful piece of work, Mm -hmm. and feel, and if I need, you know, and I cry, I cry, you know, because I'm happy, you know, I tend to cry because I'm happy, yeah, Mm -hmm. and and the emotion and people kind of, you know, it happens off, and I did what I needed to do, you know, I did what, I turn up to do and but you cannot do it alone. You cannot just do it alone by thinking that, um, that but just kind of hiring people. That, you know, it's not about that. It is, it's a community, it's a small community over 20 years. I mean, you know, Steve Walt is a very good example, is the is the production technical manager in the last in the last year of George being there. The right knowing that you're looked after and, and you don't need to, you, you know, if you're professional and you are yourself and you're not, you know, uh, you're not doing drama and you're professional, you turn up, you know, and you're not stressing everybody, then it will show in the work, it will show in the work, you know, and it will show the work with have the energy You know, and I've been, and I've been with people, and I've been on the road with people, and and I won't say name, and there's like you know, issue with the dancer, with the pair, you know, the night before, uh, she was drunk, you know, and I don't do, I mean, you know, Mm I mean now, I think, uh, one interest, what what I think we do, everybody, is try to make a beautiful piece of work,
0: yeah. you know. And would you say, so, I, I'm wondering like, what um, constitutes that work once the performance happens? So do you, do you for instance, like um, decide that this work will be represented by a series, and it always has to go into an exhibition as, you know, a set of certain, you know, or, you're more flexible. Like it can be one
2: photograph. Or it can be ten. Like yeah, it's completely
1: flexible. Mm-hmm. It's I totally, totally ever flexible. No, because mm-hmm. I no, we never. I usually answer requests. You mm-hmm. know, people ask. People ask, "How? Can, uh, why don't you print? Why don't we do that?" Then we talk about it, mm-hmm. and then we might print. And this was up. And somebody last year in Mas- sorry, in Macedonia. What you know? Chose some photos and I said, mm-hmm. "Find, you know, let's let's, uh, let's look at them." And we I, 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 you know, we got together Thank like very remotely, and you know, mm-hmm. all three, you know, the curator, me, and Hugo were in uh, deciding, you know, uh, how and you know how. They need a lot of work. Mm. I mean, there, yes. was, uh, there was a lot of post-production on that. Yeah, and he had to do a lot of work. Because
2: it was looking at various pieces over the years, yes. some of which had been quite provisionally shot, I'd say. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just you know, like a, a bit like this, but maybe just looking at something mm. that's new, like the swing one, which was yeah, really the sweet. swing. But actually it made a really beautiful image but it yes. required a huge amount of work to make the image as yes. beautiful as it was, because yeah. it was done in a really awful, well not an awful room, but it was done in Toynbee I studio. In a, in a room which hadn't been redecorated for a million years, so the r- walls were filthy and there were yeah it was bits before, of smashed up wood everywhere. It was, it was just a mess. So yeah. cleaning it just to make it look like, uh, so yeah, it was
1: distracting, you know. Because also we never think, I never, when I do photo, I don't think I'm gonna print, you know, I'm making a photo to make a new work. It is to try to feel the work, you know, when we mm-hmm. do st- the studio, I never think I need to do, it's never really happened, the end product, the end product is, uh, there's no end product, is I want to try something and feel mm-hmm. it, and I ask Google go, when, you know, when I have the space to do it, yeah, to come and do it. And then it's totally what you call it, no pressure to produce something, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not that I'm, I'm making a living out of photographs, I don't, you know. Um, it, it's not my, it's not that side, it's not what drives the right. image. The image making is to do with a vision or an idea. And then you tap and then the work when you see the photo, mm-hmm. you say, This is what, Mm. you you know, and it surprises you sometimes because it's, you didn't expect that. You Mm. didn't expect that to see that, to see see what they come out and Mm. then...
0: Yes, there was something very interesting that you told me, Hugo, that um, you are showing Franco, like, his own, you know, body in a way, right? Because you also said, like, from the outside perspective, like, it seems like you must be very conscious about
1: how your performance looks like in the space, because it's so precise. But I actually never thought about it, that you don't. No, I don't. <laughs> because how would you? And I think, like? if I was too wary, it would mm-hmm. it would show, I mm-hmm. think. Because, uh, you know, I, I somehow I don't know how it happens, because people are sometimes ask me, how do I do how oh, I'm so nice. I'm not. I just cannot, I just, I just, the moment, the moment I enter the space, I'm not anymore, I'm not anymore Franco, mm-hmm. you know, it, it becomes, it becomes the performance. I'm not Franco B, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm, this per, I'm this person, you know, mm-hmm. that tries, tries to kind of communicate something to other people, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not, I'm, yeah, it's weird because I'm the artist there, but I'm not the artist mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm not the artist, you know. Uh, I'm. I'm just. uh, You just become uh, something else in the world. You know. You're not aware. I'm not. um, Somebody once um, wrote an art uh, in the early days. Made a com. Wrote something which I thought was a compliment. That I was not almost aware of my body. You know. Mm -hmm. A guy. I think um, an art historian called Campbell. Campbell something, and he uh, was a lecturer, some Roampton, I think, or somewhere, on Metropolitan, and he wrote, um, he wrote, uh, I think, a review, or a little book about my performance at the ICA in 95, and he said, uh, it was, he said something that I really liked, that it was very rare for him to see somebody that's not aware of mm-hmm. their own body, it's, it, it's not aware, you know, it just like allows himself, and, and I, I like that, I like that, I like that, that I'm not, aware of, that I'm not mm-hmm. aware of what I look like, you know, the image is to make the work, you know, the, you know, and to connect, you know, the connection and the people take over from thinking. Is it looking alright? What I'm doing? Oh, it's not, it's not too fast. Oh, I'm working too fast. It's bleeding. I don't have that. Mm. And, 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 you know, at the end, it's just a lot of emotion. Mm. Yeah.
0: I have a question from the audience. Okay. <laughs> I ready. heard that the, uh, the audience was a little bit shy about the questions, so now it's a good time to start sending them. I'll be looking, I'll be checking. Um, So the question is, has Hugo's approach to photographing Franco changed the more he got to know Franco as a person?
2: Yeah, I think it got easier. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it also, um, it opened out into new possibilities all the time, it keeps opening out because performances change, the, the nature of Putting performances in public and the documentation of those p- performances mm-hmm. has changed over the last twenty years. I mean It's yeah, talk, a, it's a totally. very, very different world now. Yeah. So even if our relationship has developed on um, one level, the world has moved on as well. That the art world and the uh, performances relationship and place in the art world has changed hugely. Yeah. So, so that's yeah, that's a constantly. Mm.
0: So um, how would you say your practice evolved over over this period? Of, uh,
2: well. I mean, there's with Franco. It's 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 quite difficult to quantify it. Um, I think that you know, as a professional artist, you only have I probably only have four relations four or five relationships that anything like this relationship, and you can't have more. You know, occasionally people have come to me and say, you know have a relationship with you like you have like with Franco or with of course, <laughs> Entertainment or yes. with Paula Pivi or whoever you know mm. the, the Martin Creed the, mm. the, who are probably the four biggest collaborations that I'm involved in and I'm like well that would be lovely but it's probably impossible because it takes a lot of space in you yeah and so as this relationship became something that was significant in my life mm. you know it's a it's a working. Human relationship that that takes a lot of space and energy, and there's there can only be a few of them,
0: Mm. you
2: know. So Mm. um, that inevitably does change the way you look at something when you say, "Okay, I've committed to this. This is something that's a part of my life." Me too. I feel the same. And I think that's that's kind of.
0: I feel the same, <laughs> I totally. I part of my
1: life now. So as yeah, yeah. <laughs> like You're part of my life now as well. <laughs> yeah, but I feel the same, totally. Because, like, you know, totally. Because, mm. um, you know.
0: And speaking of uh, sharing lives, there's a question from Lucky. Um, and Becky. Lucky is asking, yes, um, um, what was the most difficult performance to photograph? I don't know.
2: I think um Milk and Blood was a difficult performance mm. to to make um, anything particularly it's extraordinary, partly because of the darkness mm. and the pure technicalities were really difficult. The the shining gold of the gloves and his costume against black and the milk with white and black and gold he and shining and, and it was it took me a long time. I probably shot it three or four times. Yeah, mm. And every time I thought, I'm not quite getting this. No, and I just, get
0: it. I mean, that was actually the performance I had in mind when I asked you if you prepare, if you read the script together, because I thought that was still so no complicated. Yeah, you know, but this name was a script.
2: There's quite a complicated, um, mm. well, I mean, if you like, the choreography is, yeah. is, is oh, difficult. Yes, but it's never right.
1: really because it's not like a proper choreography. I, I, I can say to, I'm gonna punch this back 13 times <laughs> every <laughs> minute, but you don't know, right? you know. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, then the fatigue and then the dry, yeah, the, you know, yeah, it's not, yeah, because uh, also, well, it's like with the boxing, it was difficult for me because mm-hmm. I was aware of one nice. thing. Mm. Because one thing I was trying to do, which was impossible, and I didn't succeed, was to, to, to appear like part of my body wasn't right for a boxer because I was overweight most of the time. But, you know, and, but it was to, I I, need, I felt I needed to appear, I knew what I was doing, that I was boxing. Mm-hmm. And few people pulled me out, few people yeah. made comment that, you know, that I wasn't doing it properly. But a good thing, you know, because I was going to a gym for a few years and I had box, uh, box you know, people that box like Steve Diggory at the Waterloo Boxing Gym, which is a really down-to-earth boxing gym, and people look at you funny if, if they think you're taking the piece, you know, and some of these people came to see me, and I was scared of them. I wasn't scared of the normal audience. I was worried of people that box, right. the people, not, uh, like, you know, some professional, and some, uh, and that they would laugh at me, you know, and of course I can do the, I cannot, you know, and uh, the sort of things that I cannot do, I could not do. And they would pull you on that. But then in, um, in Birmingham, you were there. Mm -hmm. In Birmingham, this guy, this ex-boxer, you know, this boxer came, this ex-boxer came, and it was a huge, guy and he came, he came behind, he came backstage and he made, he complimented me, you know, I can't believe it because, you know, it's hard to talk and and to punch, you know, he was impressed with that and I was very happy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. So I was moved yeah, by somehow. that, and it complimented me. Mm. Some other people, I mean, some other people say, to, to box is one thing, but to talk and boxing mm. is another thing, you know, and to talk and to have a thread. Because obviously I have a script yes. that I'm, you know, I'm trying to kind of have a kind of, for me, coherent, mm. kind of poetic, you know, and meaningful kind of, you know verbal mm-hmm. that this piece needs you know yes. insignificant love insignificant anything you know insignificant mm-hmm. and then something happens in the audience A idiot lets the phone ring and you know and i say you know insignificant. Switch your fucking phone you know right. insignificant you know mm-hmm. yeah and i think like
0: one of the things that i was like thinking about because uh, the choreography of that piece was very complicated, but so was, in a way, I can imagine, like photographing. I'm here, the the last yeah. few moments, just just for the audience that you know, uh, having seen it, you were on a rotating podium, right, and uh, you. i Mia. See, yes. yes. Yes, and you are making you know 360 rotation, yeah. and and there are images projected on you, and there's also a, a music original score. And the work was done in collaboration with Anthony Martin. And um, and and for you, Hugo, there was so much that you have uh, done in response mm-hmm. to this work. Because uh, yes, if you could tell us a bit more, because there was a triptych, well, there was a video, there's NFT. Okay, I just is, go back to Milk yes. and Blood
2: for a second because yes. it's relevant. Um, yeah. Mil- weirdly, Milk and Blood was the easiest version to shoot. Was in a political in the mm-hmm. gallery. That yeah. was quite an easy way of shooting right. because. I could move around It freely. was white. Uh, it, sorry. It was white. Room. Yeah, it was a white room. Yeah, that you could one. see the audience. Um, yeah, and, it was. And it was it was Franco yes. and an audience and a space, and that was yeah. a kind of easy one. And I thought when when he asked me to come to Toynbee or whatever, or Mac or the next one, I thought I kind of know this and it was going to be. A, but it was much more difficult when yeah. the audience was seated. Um, when. There were only certain lines that you could take because there were lines down the between the audience that you could you could see him so that was tricky but um then this recent piece tell me the title again i'm here i'm here with i'm here um the the audience generally seems to be quite fluid and they do look around, they do walk around. So oh, right. that, that gives me a much, much easier sort of yeah. hide within the audience so mm-hmm. I can move around too. Yes. Um, I found, you know, there were all sorts of tricks to do to, to do with the initial stills that I shot in terms of shooting into the projectors, shooting um, just to get a little bit of detail. Because again, there was nothing but Franco's body. Yeah. And when, when he was only half... Um, projected on because there are three projectors mm. each projector has how many different images per you know they have
1: layers of images yeah. so yes. there's, there's middle bands thousand. there's headbands Nine there's, there's seven you know, so, thousand.
2: I mean there's a lot of images and you can't possibly chase those images so no. you have to forget about chasing imagery mm. and look for um, other ways of making, making this work because mm. you, you're just going to miss everything yeah so it was all about for, for the initial stills that i shot it was all about trying to get an idea that this space has projectors in it there are three projectors each you know 120 yeah. degrees apart um each projector has layers of imagery and so so there are three sides if you like of of mm-hmm. image making and then for once i photographed it as a, a kind of installation we did talk about how you might photograph it um as a as a more complete work how do you document this as as something else and triptychs obviously mm-hmm. uh, came up as a, yeah. a a really clear way of uh describing what's happening and then triptychs which um favor in a way the the not one particular mm-hmm. so you don't say I'm going to go on the same axis as one of the projectors you go between them because yeah. that's the experience of most people okay. most people aren't going to yeah. stand next to a projector and actually this this increases the complexity and fragmentation mm-hmm. so if you've got two projections that you see at a uh, 100, 120 degrees that's a that's that's a very very complicated thing mm-hmm. if you multiply that by three you've got a super complicated even if the, they're mapped you know, so you yeah. do see that one side of his body is being seen from here and then the, the projection is the same, but this projection is different. Mm. So you, you, you move around the body, so I had, so in the end, my decision was, or our decision, was to put a camera between each of the projectors, exactly yeah. between, yeah. and then, um, then you've got the most complicated image possible. <laughs> and yet, sometimes uh, they they fall on a moment mm. that is um, works. that is mm. is kind of in a way peaceful. I mean, this is the noisiest visual experience yes. you, yeah. you you can probably have. And actually, watching the video of the, that triptych mm-hmm. is kind of bonkers because you do you do log what's happening. You do actually. Um, your perception isn't too confused that you don't know what mm-hmm. you're seeing but then trying to keep up with it is another kind of effort mm-hmm. and trying to keep up with it um on franco's body too because franco's body's moving because yeah. he's yeah. on a road he's on a he's <laughs> rotating Perfection. yes yeah.
0: and with the uh with the NFTs, so there's mm-hmm. going to be another breeze this yeah. sunday yeah. you also decided to do a 360 degrees um, image, right? Yeah. That is then split into um, different... Um yeah. Over 12 months. Yeah. Is, Correct. Yeah, so can you uh, explain that concept a bit more?
1: Well, um I think the, the obvious thing was yeah. that since we're so going we're around, around, the rotation is mm-hmm. 360, so we have one image for every grade right. of the rotation. Yes. So it, this
0: is like slices of a cake. It's yeah. a structure, or it's architectural. Yeah. I
1: think it's purely architectural. Yeah. Uh, is to do with the, the nature, mm-hmm. the architecture of, of the visual dynamic. Mm-hmm. But it also yeah.
2: means that um, when when you've completed a 360, if it's looped, which it is, mm-hmm. uh, it's programmed to loop, you actually don't know, there's no beginning. No. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's just a com- very complete entity. Mm-hmm. So, you have one rotation of Franco, and in each rotation there are probably about 2,000 images or something yeah. like that, Yeah. so how to, you know, to the processing time, you could freeze frame that, and I, I've been freeze framing it for the triptychs, and there are so many options. and It's not just options between this image and that image and that image. Not there's fades. There's all sorts of other things. There's you know sometimes an image is really bright. Sometimes it's not so bright because they're fading up and mm-hmm. fading down. And there's there's so much going on that mm-hmm. um, if if you were to have this object, the the the, mm-hmm. the NFT of the single rotation, it's going to take you a very long time to figure out everything that's in it. Yeah, totally. To you, you can't. But no.
0: that in a way reflects the experience of the audience of that performance, mm. right? Because uh, if you go on the, on o- open sea and, and look at those images, like you only have like uh, a fragment of the whole rotation of the whole story. And that's that was my experience of watching the performance, right? As well, like in the actual space. So is that something that you were thinking of, uh, Franco, like this collective, you know, um, like memory or ownership of, of the performance?
1: No, not so much. It's, it's mm-hmm. something else, really. In a way, it doesn't try to mimic. It just is. It becomes another work. Mm-hmm. I think it doesn't. I think in my in my head, I'm not so concerned about uh, you know the copy. You know, it's not a representation of.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: not. It's 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 a document. You know, that becomes its own works. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't try. To be, it doesn't pretend to be true to what you saw right. or to what somebody else saw, right. or you know, it's it's not concerned with that because a is impossible, and two is not what I'm interested, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't think we are both are. We are, I think we are both interested in making, in doing something new all mm-hmm. the time, in in. bring something else out, not to be a photocopy, because it's impossible, and I'm not, and we are not interested, Mm -hmm. you know, we are not interested in copying, in in giving, in offering Mm -hmm. a copy of an experience that you did not have, Mm -hmm. you know?
2: Yeah. the experience of the looped NFT is very different from Mm -hmm. the live experience, Yes, because, because the, and for a start, it's been, lo- being, you're being watched by machines, you know, these are three cameras running at 25 frames a second, and those, those fragments of a second are, are not part of our normal, pre- you know, perceptual order, you know, this is a machine watching, and so it's yeah. much more, you know, it's kinetically much louder, and much, it's, it bangs you in a different way. Yeah. I think that it's, it's, it's remarkably different from the mm. live experience. Totally, and I, like yeah. <laughs> and I
1: like that.
0: We have one more question, sorry, just, um, from Hoppy 3991 uh, Frank, I'm interested in the affinity between ceramics and performance. How do you feel about these two strands of your practice?
1: Oh, I feel about the part of me, A- yeah. yeah. I mean, I like, I mean, I do both and I don't just do that. I also stitch. And, uh, you know, I do a lot, I do other things that, you know, like music, and I DJ, and, uh, yeah, and I teach. I don't separate, you know, I mean, everything I do is part, uh, is part of what I do, mm-hmm. you know. It's not, um, it's not about one affinity between one thing and another, Is I do it because i feel it's necessary it's something i like to do and it's it's, and it's part of me is you know i'm not concerned about coherence within them you know it just uh, it shows how in a way how how eclectic we are you know i'm not concerned i'm never concerned i'm not driven with the idea of continuity, or the idea of representing myself, how I think people see me. I'm not interested, you know. I'm totally, what you call it, in a way, immersed in, uh, in things I want to do. The subject could be the same, you know. Obviously, I just, you know, I don't think that... I can make flowers and I can make a little art, you know, but... In my work, I talk about love, and and I talk, you know, and I, I talk about conflict, personal, was all the shit happens in the world, and the, sh- and stuff that is inside me, but I think I I don't think that I'm concerned. I'm never was concerned with um, having one signature, you know. Because yeah. especially people in the past said that to me, you know, and that would put me off. And like you know, you have to find, you find your thing, and then you do that for the rest of your life. And you know, yeah, well, like guessing. like Gilbert and George, you right. know, right. I don't want, you know, I don't want to be. As I said, as you quoted that political quoted something I said a while ago that I didn't want to be this guy. Remember, as the guy that bled for 40 years, it is impossible. You know, I couldn't do it, mm. you know, and, and two is stupid, you know, because anyway, third, we bleed continuously anyway, even when you don't say I bleed, you know, I'm bleed. I'm still bleeding, but it's not bleeding go, it's bleeding fetish, mm-hmm. fetishizing of bleeding, you know, but it's, it's talking about life is bleeding, you know, life is killing her, life is a killer, mm. you know, and while you're alive, you're showing that. And with all the stuff that happens now, is even more. Mm. Is even more. You know.
2: But the ceramics are a very
1: appropriate medium
2: for you. Yeah, they're, they're appropriate. Are, they're totally appropriate because yeah. of the fragility of it. I mean, that, my son Oscar's got a uh, set of three or four of the little figures, and I think two, uh, at least three of them have only one leg. Yeah, <laughs> not no, no, because he's broken, right. that's, how, that's how they came. Yeah, <laughs> they do. So.
1: and it is about that, so it's the same, the same fragility, uh, maybe mm. vulnerability and fragility shows in a, in a performance. It's shown in every other work, especially the, the ceramic, and also the ceramic is how I started, uh, you know, how I got into art. By total accident, somebody one day said, why don't you come to Pottery? And I went to Pottery. And then from there, you know, step by step, mm. you know. I did that. Yeah, that's was happened. In my autobiography, mm. yeah, in 83, uh, when I was aboard, that mm. somebody yeah. saw me in the street, a girl in Brixton, say, why, do? uh, why don't you come to Pottery with me? And I went to Pottery with her. Well, year and a year and a half later, I was going three times a week, you know, was in, in, in it was IEA in a London education, adult education, it was a plan for a year. And I went three times, three evening, two hours um, per evening. And year and a half later, the guy that ran the call, one of the main guys that taught which I got on with. So said, why didn't you go to our college? And I said, oh, our college. Ooh, for our college is for educated people. It's for middle-class people. I said, no, no, you do okay. I you can go. they okay. They'll take you. And you was right. right. And you yes, know, yes. they took me and, um, you know. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: and I was off. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, we talked for an hour. So good. I think
1: we have Very to, good.
0: Yes, we have to let our audience go but thank you so much for tuning in and um and it was such a pleasure to yeah to have this chat thank you thank you for having me thank you sylvia no amazing and um,